0: Welcome to the Integrated Aesthetician Podcast, Holistic Business for the Mindful Beauty Pro. This is the podcast that bridges the gap between business savvy and soul aligned success in the beauty and spa industry. I'm your host, Caitlin Hart, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. Whether you're a seasoned beauty pro or just starting your career, this podcast is your sanctuary for growth and mindfulness. Our engaging conversations with industry experts and thought leaders will provide you with actionable insights guiding you towards a balanced and thriving beauty business. Join me to cultivate holistic success together and unleash the potential within you. Hey guys, before we jump in and get started today, I wanna ask you all a favor one more time. It would mean so, so much to me if you would please leave a review on your favorite platform for this podcast. Your reviews help me grow and reach more people like you who can benefit from all of these conversations. So please make sure and leave five stars and write down your thoughts so that others can find this. In addition to that, If you would do me the favor of sharing a screenshot or a clip of the episode you're listening to on Instagram, make sure and tag me at The Integrated Esthetician. Every month, I'm giving away one Starbucks gift card. And if you share in your stories and tag me on Instagram, you're entered to win that gift card. So keep sharing and help us grow. So I wanna tell you all a little about the online courses I've created for service providers in the beauty and spa industry. I'm gonna be straight with you. What you learned in school is a tiny fraction of what it actually takes to make it in this industry. Schools are cranking out grads who inevitably end up failing and leaving the industry entirely. And I've learned firsthand that there's only so much that employers can do to bridge that education gap. That's why finally I created two online courses to teach you everything I wish they taught in schools. Inside, you'll learn everything from how to build a clientele and keep them coming back to social media strategies, retail sales, time management, self-care, goal setting, and even how to set energetic boundaries with your clients. I've broken this down into two courses so you get exactly what you need no matter where you're at in your journey. Beauty Pro Foundations is for the service provider who is new to the industry or working in a team setting. Beauty Pro Mastery is for the solopreneur or renter. This includes everything in foundations plus more on budgeting, finances, creating policies, and organizing your time to juggle it all. These classes were designed specifically to help you make actionable leaps towards your goals and begin to see the results immediately. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up or get more info, and I hope to see you all inside. Hey, beauty pros. Welcome back to the Integrated Esthetician podcast. I am here today to share a little bit of um, a life lesson with you, and that is this, that you don't owe your talent shit. It's a life lesson that I have had to learn over and over. And like all of life's great repetitive lessons, each time I've learned it, I've moved through it a little bit faster with more ease and less fear. So let's talk about what I mean by this. You don't owe your talent shit. I believe that anything that's good in life, anything that's working well, supporting us and serving others in a healthy way should have some balance. Your working relationship with your talent should be a symbiotic relationship, somewhat equal give and take. But if your talent has turned into a monster that you just keep having to feed and feed and feed, and you're getting nothing in return, you don't owe it to your talent or to anyone else to keep feeding the beast. So is your talent supporting you? Maybe it's financially, emotionally, energetically, even spiritually. Is it bringing you joy? Are you learning something valuable? If not, it might be time to let it go. Like I said, I've been through this process many times in my own life now, so I want to tell you a few stories about when I turned my back on my so-called talent and opened myself up to better things ahead. The first time I had to do this actually was in high school, or that's when the process began. And as many of you may not know, when I was a teenager, I really thought that my career path would be as a concert pianist and composer. My whole world revolved around music, performing, composing, even teaching lessons from as young as age 14. It was a given to me and to everyone around me that I would go to college and get a degree in music performance. But the practical side of me had different feelings. I wasn't so sure that I could see a career in music performance playing out that easily. Playing music brought me so much joy, but... The thought of sitting in a classroom for the next four years, studying music, and racking up student loan debt with no guarantee of a job sounded like torture. So I decided to focus on the career of teaching music and enjoying playing it on the side. So I actually made plans to get a teaching degree, but I took a year off after high school to work and save up money, and in that year, I was teaching music. And I realized in that year that I was already burnt out and unhappy with this career choice. So why would I get a degree in teaching if I already wasn't really enjoying it? So this led me to do some soul searching that year and look into some other things that I enjoyed, but I also thought that I could be good at and make a real career out of. My love of makeup and beauty ultimately led me to aesthetic school. And as you can probably guess, it worked out well. But that doesn't mean that music wasn't nagging at me for a long time. I kind of felt like I'd let people down by not pursuing something that I'd spent most of my life doing. Something that made my parents proud, something that all my friends and even total strangers knew me for. It was truly my identity, and I felt lost and even ashamed without it. I remember so clearly a moment that for some reason stuck with me, At my senior recital, um, an adult and mentor in my life came to see me perform, and after the show, they hugged me so tight, and with tears in their eyes, they said how proud they were of me and then spoke these words. She said, promise me you'll never quit. Of course I promised, but those words haunted me. Promise me you'll never quit. While, of course, I stepped into a career in aesthetics, I got married, I moved to Nashville, I found a lot of success and happiness, there was always some shame. Shame that I hadn't played piano in years, shame that I quit, shame that lasted nearly a decade until I made a life-altering discovery. The only thing I owe myself is whatever brings me joy, purpose, or stability and safety right now. The other thing I realized is that I hadn't quit being talented, creative, and dedicated. It was just channeling all of those into something new. And it was a big moment when I could let go of the shame of not doing anything with music and focus those talents on the things in front of me right then that I was really able to heal and move forward and find fulfillment and happiness and let go of all of those kind of icky feelings that I'd been carrying around for a long time. So another time a little later that I broke up with my talent, essentially, was in 2021. Um, By total accident, over the years, I had become known for being one of the best of the best at lash extensions. Now, I never really decided that I wanted to be a lash artist, and it kind of just happened. It's a surface I had always offered, and it's the job I got when I first moved to Nashville, and I was really freaking good at it. But I hated it from day one. Literally, I was trying to stop lashing for five full years, but I felt super trapped in it because of two things. First was the money. It paid really well and it kept my clients super consistent. It at least was, I mean, it paid well. It's mostly the consistency. That's why it paid well. People were coming every couple of weeks. My books were full. like It was really, really guaranteed income. The second thing is that those clients were making up at least 60% of my schedule every week. So if I just stopped, I would be left with this gaping hole in my schedule that felt like it would be really hard to just fill right away with the other things that I wanted to do and focus on. So in 2020, after opening my business, I made the first step and just started saying, okay, I'm not taking any new lash clients. And that did help a little. But in 2021, I hit a wall. My body was literally giving out. I had problems with my neck, shoulder, and sometimes my arm and wrist for years. Um, For at least five years, I was going to a chiropractor two times a week, um, getting monthly massages. I tried physical therapy, acupuncture, and this had like a whole pain management routine that I did every night. And I was still in pain because I was still doing the thing that was hurting my body every day. So in June of 2021, I made the call. I referred my clients to other lash artists. I gave up on it for good. And I focused solely on skin and energy work, which is really at the time, well, for for a lot of years, that's where my passion was. Um, and honestly, I should have done this a lot sooner. So I could have gotten a lot more years out of those things. Um, but those were my passions, you know, for the last five years before that. So, of course, I got the same shame-inducing kind of comments from my clients and industry friends. Things like, but you're so good at it. You can't stop. It doesn't matter one single bit how good I was at it. It was killing my body and at some point even causing depression. And I realized once again that my talent wasn't serving me. It was actually hurting me. And I owed it nothing. Then earlier this year, I had another breakup. Um... For most of the previous year, most of 2022, I was honestly in a really bad place. Absolutely void of inspiration, passion, or fulfillment with what I was doing. I was being pulled in so many different directions every day. I had leaned really hard into energy work and giving it the most incredible, most like almost transcendent facials. And like I said, I just really... I just gave up lashing full time the year before that so I could really dive into that. And like I said, I wish I had done it sooner so I had had more time before I hit burnout again because I really did love these things. And I wish I could have spent more years fully, fully devoted to just those things. Um, but I was, I mean, I was doing amazing work. People loved it. Um, it was really rewarding for a while seeing clients truly heal on so many different levels and feeling their gratitude, seeing their success stories. Like it was very rewarding, but I hit a point in 2022 when my business had grown to a point that I was feeling overwhelmed. I was juggling too much. Um, so the first problem obviously is, but slowing down and being in the treatment room at this point was giving me intense anxiety and stress. Knowing I had 25 other things to do that day, but having to mute my phone, turn off my notifications, step in to do a facial, not rush through it, stay present. Um, sometimes with like a giant, a giant metaphorical fire to put out that literally could be happening in my lobby on the other side of the wall. And I had to ignore it and focus on my client. Um, So yes, I had a gift for being a safe space for people, for carrying their burdens and pouring life into them. But in this state, I could barely carry myself and I was pouring from an empty cup. The safe and supportive space that I created for others was no longer a safe or supportive place for me. So that's the first and most obvious reason But the second reason is something that's less understood by the public. And this is why I want to talk about it today. This is the thing that I really want people to understand because I feel like this has been a huge misconception for me with my clients, the people that follow me. Um, And that is that I love business. Um, This was not some thing that defeated me. This wasn't some sad thing that I had to do. Um, I developed a passion for creating and growing something over the past five plus years. Um, Being in the trenches, doing the work of the technician simply has not been fulfilling for me anymore. And it didn't, I didn't feel aligned in that role. I had spent years filling my head with business knowledge, reading business books, um, listening to business podcasts, going to business seminars, every waking moment devoted to growing in that area. I mean, really since like 2017, you know, any like continuing education I've done has been business related. I mean, in addition to skin stuff, obviously we can get into that, but that's where that's where I've wanted to grow and learn and where a lot of my time and money and effort has been spent. Um, so I'm filling my head with all this stuff. I've been so devoted to growing in that area. I had become a real expert in that area. And yet I was still a skin girl. I would still show up at networking events, business networking events for female entrepreneurs full of so much wisdom, so much passion about being an entrepreneur. And then I would tell people what I would do, what I do, and they would jump straight to, oh my gosh, look at this thing on my face, or what product should I be using? Like I'm showing up going, Yeah, I'm a female entrepreneur. I went, I own an award-winning business in Nashville. And then when they hear that it's a skin clinic, they're just like, I want to talk skincare. And I don't, I don't want to talk skincare anymore at this point in my life. I've been talking skincare for 14 years. That used to be my identity. It's not anymore. So the second issue was this, that the path of the esthetician didn't feel in alignment with my passion or who I was anymore. It's not an identity that felt good for me to wear. So I had felt that way for quite a while, like I said, but in June of this year, 2023, I left the treatment room entirely. Now, when I did that, I sent out um, a letter to all of my clients, letting them know that I was essentially just taking the summer off. That's kind of all I could commit to at first. Um, And that I would assess if I could return in the fall. I knew that I probably wouldn't return in the fall, but I needed to leave myself room to change my mind if needed. Um, And, but, you know, I was able to spend that summer getting them set up with employees. I didn't just lose them. I told them I might be back and I've, I've done little guest spots here and there and, you know, content days and stuff that I've invited them back for. But that really gave me a chance to keep them in the family, get them set up with one of my employees. And it went really well overall. And of course, I got the same kind of comments that kind of, that have haunted me in the past, that have stuck with me. Um, and I am learning to brush them off a lot faster. And that's, honestly, it's comments like these um, That that's really what's lit a fire under me to record this episode, because I want people to understand what it's like on this side of things. So I got another comment, another one that will probably stick with me for a long time, too. Um, But I had one of my dear, wonderful clients who I love say when I sent out this letter, you know, she responded and said, I hope that you're able to work through everything this summer and get back to what you're good at. And then she also said, I hope that you can eventually get back to doing what you love. Which I appreciate that um, because I was good at it. But get back to what you're good at. It's almost implying that that's all I'm good at, you know, that I'm not good at business, Um, that there's not more to me. It's also assuming what I love, you know, get back to what you love. How would anyone know what I love? I actually made this choice to begin to follow joy again and move towards what I love. Just because I was talented at something doesn't mean I love it anymore. This podcast, my courses for estheticians, I love it. And I'm also good at it. I was really talented at skincare, really talented at energy work, at lashes, and even at music. And I owe all of those things and the people who enjoyed me doing them absolutely nothing because I know that I have more to give. I know I'm talented, but I can apply that talent wherever I choose. I can serve new people and the ripples of that service will continue to grow forever. I can go wherever I feel called, wherever I feel needed and wherever I feel joy. And I will probably move through seasons like these again and again, letting go faster and faster every time. So I encourage you today to do the same if that's what feels like it's needed. If there's something you've been known for that isn't serving you back, an identity that you're wearing that doesn't fit anymore, don't be afraid to quit the job drop the service, change the offering, or make whatever pivot you need to make to get back into alignment. In my experience, it's all the little deaths like these that lead to growth, freedom, and absolute magic in your career and in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Please help spread the word to all of your beauty pro friends by sharing a screenshot of this episode and tagging me at the integrated esthetician. And as always, please subscribe, download, rate, and review. I'll see you next time.